Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast, episode 26. Q&A episode. Uh, I really do enjoy these ones. And uh, I feel like I haven't had one for a while. I guess it's been a few, quite a few weeks. So let's, uh, let's jump right in. So first question I received is John, I'm trying to lose fat. I, I'm working out some days I really don't feel like working out. And, and I think it's holding me back. Like I think it's, it's keeping me from from staying consistent. And then same thing happens with my diet where I'll eat clean for a few days, and then I just really want to order in. I'm not really motivated. So how do I stay motivated? And while I'm not going to name this person publicly on the podcast because, you know, it's rude, um, you don't. You don't. The long and short answer is you don't stay motivated. Nobody does. Uh, Motivation should never really be something you rely on when it comes to any, honestly, any long-term goal, uh, motivation's gonna dwindle. It's not gonna be there. And especially when it comes to fitness, uh, training, or maybe eating for your goals, you're, you're definitely not gonna be motivated to do it all the time, right? Some training sessions, you're gonna feel like a superhero going into it. You're pumped, you're ready to go, everything feels great, energized, ready to go. Some days you're going to wake up and you're like, what the fuck? I do not want to do anything today. And you know what? Some days, some days you don't train on that day and you just move the training day over. But some days, if you know your schedule and you know what you're like, you get up and you, you prepare yourself for that session. You stay disciplined. You get yourself mentally prepared, whether it's having a coffee, maybe make it a double whether it's putting on your workout gear, putting on your favorite tunes, maybe blasting them a little bit loud to get you going. You do what you need to do to get yourself moving and stay disciplined because it's going to come down to discipline more than motivation. Motivation will never help you. It's not going to help you reach your goals. People say, I'm just not motivated. I understand where you're coming from. But it's not the motivation that's going to keep you going in the first place. You need to have a strong why you're doing it. Yes. But you need to develop a sense of discipline and you need to develop habits that you can complete every day. Like I like to think of it as if you check three to five boxes every single day, you move the big rocks, you're going to see results over time. These things are going to compound on top of each other. You're not going to be motivated to check those boxes every day, uh, but you're going to do them because you're disciplined. That's the difference maker. So if you give yourself some habits and give yourself some targets to hit every day, certain step count, certain amount of water, um, certain amount of sleep would also help. I'd argue a calorie or protein target or both. If you're really just aiming on checking off those boxes, you'll be fine. Right? Train when you schedule your training sessions or train when your coach schedules your training sessions find a way to get it done because the days you don't want to do it, but do 
are the difference maker days in your entire journey, right? And we're all going to have shit days where we don't do it. I get that. Like these days will happen, but it's about minimizing those days. Like if every week, two out of your four training sessions, you really don't want to do when you want to skip it, you want to move it. Something's got to change. Either your training plan has to change or your habits have to change during the day. Your mindset needs to shift to be like, look, like this is what I signed up for. This is what I want to achieve. I need to do this. Stop telling yourself, I have to try to do this. It's not try. I need to do this. Be concrete. Be accountable to yourself. Show up for yourself. At the end of the day, you're not doing this for anyone else. You're doing this for you. Show up for yourself. Show yourself that you care. Give yourself the small wins. And it might sound stupid. It might sound silly. But honestly, one of the biggest small wins you can give yourself, people love to do the make your bed in the morning. I love to do the don't hit snooze. I tell you flat out, like the days that I snooze my alarm, it's not the best start to my day. I try not to dwell on it, but I know that I could have done better. I have an alarm. I set an alarm for a reason to get up a certain time. If you get up when your alarm gets up, that's a win right away. You showed up for yourself right away. You didn't snooze. You didn't push off the time to get up. You got up. That's a win. That's discipline. Habits every day. It's discipline. It just becomes a part of who you are. So the long and short of it is do not rely on motivation. Take advantage of it when it's there. When you're really pumped up and you're really ready to go, go for it. Take, take full advantage. Go nuts. But it matters more like the 90% of the time when you're not motivated. <laughs> when you're just sitting around and you want to order a pizza because you're not motivated to get up, go to the kitchen and cook something. When you get home from work and you're not motivated to train, but you're going to do it anyways. Those are the times that make or break a successful fitness journey. I'll tell you that firsthand. Because more times than not, if you give in to your lack of motivation, you're not going to follow through long-term. You won't, you won't last three months on a plan. Like I said, some days, yes, some days you need to just sit your ass down, do nothing. I get that. But just remember, the more you start skipping workouts, moving workouts around, ordering in, being more loosey-goosey with your diet instead of that flexible structure that you're supposed to have, the harder the journey is and the longer it's going to take. And it shouldn't have to be that way for you. So Focus on your habits, focus on your discipline, stop worrying about motivation and you will see success and you'll, you'll enjoy the journey a little bit better because you won't fight yourself as much. You're like, you know, what? I'm disciplined. I'll, I'm doing this. This is what I do. It just becomes the lifestyle that you want to have anyways. Next question. What is the best diet for fat loss? Now, when I saw this question, I got, I kind of cringed a bit to myself because I mean, it's again, it's not this person's fault. You're being marketed to every day. Um, if you've ever searched for weight loss, if you ever searched anything to do with fitness, you're probably being marketed fitness products, fitness programs. So, and if you follow fitness professionals on, on social media, you're going to see it all the time. And I hope you follow some good ones. Um, the good ones will say, and, and myself included, there is no best diet for fat loss. There really isn't one. There are a few things you should look for in your diet to have a successful fat loss journey or phase, but there's no one size fits all. There never is. The best diet for fat loss is the one that you can sustain, you can enjoy, and you wouldn't be dieting or being in deficit forever because you're not trying to lose fat forever. That's not how it works either. So a couple things to look for, uh, for fat loss diets, I guess we'll call them. 
um, 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of your body weight in protein. Now, the heavier you are when you get up to 250 pounds and above 300 pounds, and you're in more of a obese, like holding more body fat percentage, that number doesn't have to be as strict. Like I'm not going to ask a 300 pound person to eat 300 grams of protein. That's ridiculous. So you can get down to 0.5 if you, if you're above, I think 30% body fat and, and really that heavy, um, 0.5 to 0.7 will really help. It'd be fine. There's a ton of energy reserves to, to, uh, to mitigate any muscle loss at that point. Um, definitely need to be in a calorie deficit regardless if, if it's a certain label diet or not. So make sure you're in a calorie deficit. Make sure your fat content isn't below 20%, 20 to 25%. Uh, it's extremely important uh, for basic body functions, for your hormones especially. Uh, you don't want to be eating a super low-fat diet. Your joints are going to be sore. You're not going to feel very good. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. So, again, I mean, it's, it's all about finding things that aren't extreme. Um, there are no, I'm going to tell you right now, there are no secret ratios to this. There's no, like, 40-30-30 or 20-30 this, and there's none of that. And ratios don't mean shit. I'll tell you that right now. For the majority of people listening to this, there is no perfect macro split. There is no ratio that is going to provide more result for you than other people or than another ratio. Like it doesn't matter. Focus on being in a calorie deficit, hitting that protein target I just mentioned, and ensuring your fats aren't too low. Carbs can fall as they may within those within those numbers. And you're good. A diet that's not too restrictive, calories that aren't too low, is also very important. So when I say being a calorie deficit, please don't automatically jump to 1200 and do not, do not take my fitness pals recommendation for your calorie target. Please. They make making people under eat since God knows when their targets are shit. So find another calculator online. Worst case scenario, multiply your body weight by 10 to 12 and that's your calorie range for fat loss. Boom. Bingo, bango. Super easy. Okay. Please. My fitness pal, they're good for a food diary, not so good for setting your targets. Um, and it should be sustainable. Like you should be able to have fun. Your diet shouldn't be solely based on processed foods. And if you're you're prioritizing protein the way you should, because you're not going to hit 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight in protein if you're eating donuts all day long. You could hit, if your calorie target was 2,000, you could have 2,000 calories worth of donuts, but you're not going to feel very good. It's also not going to help your muscle definition or your training performance, right? So while I, I'm not going to lay out, oh, these 10 foods are going to be the best to lose fat like this bullshit, but there are there are targets you should be looking for and things to be to hit, which is, like I said, the, the calorie target, protein target, and making sure you're not too low on your fats. Other than that, have fun. Eat mostly foods that came from the ground or had a face <laughs> would be another piece of advice because you're eating uh, fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. Those are all great. And if you're grocery shopping and you have no idea, the general blanket rule I can give you, I hate to call it a rule, but stay to the outside of the grocery store. If you really, really just want to keep things simple, don't shop in the middle of the grocery store because that's where you're going to find all the processed stuff. Your diet's better off being focused on 80 to 90% whole foods, which is, again, fruits, vegetables, lean meats lean proteins, sorry, vegetarians. Um, so that's going to be the best diet for fat loss. Something you can see yourself doing two years from now, one year from now, 10 years from now, right? Something you don't feel like you're on a diet is the best part of, uh, of working with a flexible dieting structure.
Last question. We keep this episode short today. Um, so clearly spring is here in Ontario and barbecue season is we're pretty much full fledged into it. Um, I mean, I've been barbecuing here for a bit now, <laughs> um, but best way to handle kind of barbecue season. And for those of you who love to barbecue, um, I mean, I'm a very, I'm a very simple person when it comes to barbecue. Like I'm, I'm not, I haven't done ribs mostly because I'd be the only one eating them in this house. Uh, Laura's vegetarian and Nico, I don't think will even would eat a rib because he doesn't recognize what it is. Um, and Lucas, you know, he's on the all milk diet, so that's not happening here either. But, um, best way to handle barbecue season when you're picking out burgers, my number one piece of advice for you, look for burgers that have at least a two to one protein to fat ratio, right? Burgers are delicious, but they're also mostly high in fat. And if the fat matches the protein, you're getting more calories from fat than you are from protein in that burger. It's a waste of your calories. So two to one ratio. So if the, if the burger has 10 grams of fat, but has 20 grams of protein, boom, winning, right? You will find some beef burgers like that. They're lean beef burgers. There's nothing wrong with that, right? You want to lose fat and enjoy some barbecue. That's the way to go. Also turkey burgers, chicken burgers, great options. Right? I love steak. I could eat steak every single day. And honestly, for, for months on end there, I was eating steak every single day this year. So I switch gears a little bit, eat some more white meat. So buy more chicken breast and I, I've switched to lean turkey burgers instead of beef burgers. It does help me hit my macros a little bit more as well, which is kind of nice. Um, I can double up easily, not worry about the fat content blowing my numbers through the roof. The other thing with barbecue season, don't have hot dogs. Honestly, unless you find like a chicken dog you like or a turkey dog, don't waste your calories on hot dogs. You'll never find a hot dog with a good protein to fat ratio. I guarantee it. I've yet to find one. If you find one, tag me on Instagram and show me. Because that, that's just a unicorn. It doesn't exist. Um, hot dogs are extreme waste of calories. The other thing I, I strongly recommend for most people, like double up. Have a double burger. One bun. Have some veggies on there. Have a salad. It's very easy to, to I don't get handle barbecue season, but to enjoy barbecue throughout the summer and still lose body fat and not feel like you're deprived. Nothing wrong with some double burgers, nothing wrong with a nice salad in the summertime. Think of it this way too. Like if you like beer burgers and beer, save the calories from what you normally have, maybe potatoes on the side or fries or whatever you make on the side of your burgers and have a salad, have some veggies and a little bit of dressing, save a whole bunch of carbs there. Then you can have a couple beers. Balance it out a little bit. That's balance right there. Barbecue season doesn't have to be a free-for-all of eating. It doesn't have to be a fill-your-plate and eat till you can't eat anymore. Right? Prioritize protein like, like every other diet advice I give. Prioritize protein. Make sure the fats on the proteins aren't astronomical because a lot of red meat is, depending on what you're cooking. The average person is doing burgers, like I said. So... Skip the hot dogs. Sausages as well. It's really hard to find lean sausages. If you can find lean beef sausage, go for it. Um, turkey sausages will do. But again, it depends on, on what you like. But like anything, when it comes to barbecue and any big meals in general, like plan ahead. Like here at, at the Strong John household, we know that Saturday is a barbecue day, barbecue night for dinner. I'm cooking barbecue for dinner. We both, Laura and I both know that the barbecue meals a little bit calorie heavy compared to our average dinner. 
and that's fine, but we want to enjoy our barbecue. So we plan the meal ahead of time. I know what I'm eating at dinner and I work around that. So if I know my dinner is 700 calories from the turkey and we have a salad and maybe I'll have a beer or maybe we'll do potatoes, whatever it is, I know how to plan the rest of my day. I'll have probably two or three scoops of protein throughout the day, some fruits, not go too crazy on the carbs throughout the day. It depends. But if, if you're the type, like every weekend, you're going to have a big meal or you want to have a big meal every weekend, That's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have a fat loss goal, you still need to prioritize what you're doing. You still need to prioritize protein and plan ahead. Just plan for that meal. Log it. Log it in advance. There's nothing wrong with logging food in advance. It only helps you. Take two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Think, okay, what are we having on Saturday night? We're having this and this and this. Okay, cool. Hop into my fitness pal and log it all. Log what your portions you think you're going to have. It's better to have it in there, and then you can see. Okay, so if my 1,800-calorie budget this for today, I'm planning on having 800 of it at dinner. Okay, cool. So that leaves you 1,000 calories for the rest of the day. How much protein do you need for the rest of that day? Oh, okay, I'm missing about 60 grams. Okay, cool. There's two scoops of whey right there. And you can just play with the rest of your day. Whatever you would have for either for breakfast or lunch or snacks, you're golden. It just it makes things easier. So the long and short answer for that one is it's very easy. Plan ahead of time. Pick meats that are 2 to 1 protein to fat ratio to make things easier for you to stick within your calories. And don't use barbecue season as an excuse to just eat and eat and eat till you can't eat. Especially if it's happening every weekend. Last thing you want is for the weekend to be your Achilles heel. All of a sudden you're plateauing because your Fridays and Saturdays are, are kind of out of control and you just, you eat too much, whether knowingly or unknowingly, right? Take control of it. Plan your meals ahead of time, log the foods, prioritize the proteins. You can still enjoy yourself and have fun, but just be smart about it. That's all. That's all for today's episode. This has been a Q&A. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share it to your story on Instagram. If you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend. Uh, that'd be awesome. I want to love to reach as many people as I can. Um, thank you again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.